0: Yes. Okay, we'll see. Om Magiana Timirandasia Shalakaya Chakshurun Nilitangay, Natasmai, she good of a vachalam Mukankaroti Vachalampangum Langhaya Tegidim yat kripa tamahang bande, shri gurundi nataranam. Shri chaitanya manobhishtung stapitung yena bhutale, swayung lupakadama yung dadati swa Pancha kulpa turubhya strakripa sintovya evicha patitanam pavane bho, namo namah. Welcome back all. Um, So we'll continue today um, in our um, glimpses at uh, Shodanagati. This is one of the uh, 64 uh, more prominent angas of bhakti that uh, Srila Rupa Goswami discusses in uh, the second chapter of Bhakti Rasamri to Sindhu, and as we know, uh, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has uh, written about it in um, a number of places. He discusses it in Jaivatarma, and uh, he's written a book of songs um, exploring Sharanagati. and um, as we'll see, it's also discussed in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita in an important chapter there. And today we'll talk about um, Rakshisha Vishvasaha, uh, confidence in the Lord's protection. Okay, the uh, slideshow seems not. Be working. I don't know why. There we go. So, um, once again, we have our six um, angas of Sharanagati, six aspects of uh, uh, seeking shelter at the Lord's lotus feet. Anukul yasya sang kalpaha, pratikul varjanam, rakshasya titi vishwaso, tata. Atmanikshepa karpanye shadvidha shadanagati. So, we have six six kinds of surrendering uh, to Krishna. Anukulyasya uh, sankalpaha, the determination to um, accept whatever um, is favorable for the culture of bhakti. Brati uh, and uh, along with that. A determination to reject things that um, work against the culture of bhakti, uh, that undermine that. Rakshasha titi vishwaso, today's topic um, being very uh, completely confident uh, that the Lord will protect us in all situations. goptratve varanang accepting. Uh, Krishna as our exclusive maintainer, uh, atmanikshepa, complete self-surrender, or as uh, Srila Prabhupada often puts it, um, giving up all personal interest for the interest of the Lord, and Karpanye um, uh, or humility. So, this uh, we part of part of my um, task. Uh, this last week was figuring figuring out what we would not discuss, as examples of taking shelter of Krishna, because we see so many throughout the Bhagavatam, and uh, and, and the other scriptures as well. As we'll see, we as we as we can see here. Um, We have an example of taking shelter of Krishna in the Mahabharata. We have it in the Ramayana. Uh, We'll see a a verse from the Ramayana uh, later this morning. Uh, And we see it um, throughout the Bhagavatam. So I just chose um, a few um, examples to take a quick look at um, um, and discuss. And so the first is from the Mahabharata and this is Dropadiya. she's being assaulted by Dushasana in uh, in the subha, in the in the assembly hall, in front of everybody. Um, uh, and, you know, everyone's there: the, the Pandavas, the Kauravas, and all kinds of, of kings and courtiers. And um, uh, uh, Duryodhana and Shakuni have have uh, decided to pray on uh, one weakness that uh, the saintly king Yudhishthir has, and that is his inability to uh, decline a challenge, even in the form of gambling. And he's not a very good gambler. And on top of that, Shakuni who's playing on behalf of uh, Duryodhana and his brothers um, is a very expert cheater. So he's managed to get everything, uh, to win everything from, um, from um, including his own self. First of all, including his kingdom, all his wealth, um, then his entourage, then his brothers, and then his uh, very self. And um, so then they want one more bet. And this is something that Duryodhana and Dushasana especially really wants, and that is uh, Draupadi. So um, Yudhishthir goes for it and loses, as we know. And Dushasana goes into Draupadi's private quarters, and this is a a time of the month when um, ladies uh, like to kind of keep to themselves. And so she wasn't properly dressed, she was just hanging out in her own Private quarters, her hair was down, her hair was, hadn't been put up. And um, Dushasana went into her quarters, grabbed her by the hair, and dragged her into the assembly. I mean, it's hard to even think of, much less say out loud, and tried to disrobe her. And Dropadi, warrior princess, born, she's like revenge personified in, in a sense. Uh, very, um, I was going to say, very fiery personality. Because in fact, she was born from a sacrificial fire. Um, so um, she didn't take this lightly. She was enraged. She was furious, and um, she's looking around at all the uh, uh, all the uh, kings and warriors assembled, including her husbands. And, uh, and 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 uh, grandfather Pishma, um, the personification of uprightness. And she's at you know she's saying, well, this is you know, you're all just sitting on your hands and you're not doing anything. And Dushasana tries to disrobe her, and naturally she tries to protect herself by holding onto her clothes. But Dushasana is this like monstrous warrior guy. Um, and um, so he's pulling off her cloth uh, even though she's trying to resist and she's not, she's, even she's not able to resist him. And at, at a certain point, she just gives up and she uh, throws up her arms and just uh, gives herself into Krishna's care, completely takes shelter of Krishna. And this is her prayer. Pratigatava Govinda Name bhakta Pranashyati, iti sang sang pranang sang yam. Oh Govinda, remembering again and again your promise that your devotee will never perish, I maintain my life. So she's able to live, she says, only by remembering Krishna's repeated promise that he will always protect his devotee. Um, he says this. Uh, throughout the Mahabharata, we see it in the Ramayana, as I said, um, and and we see it in in the Bhagavad Gita. We'll take a look at that as well. And Krishna recounting this, and this is um, actually cited. This is cited in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, in the second chapter of the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, which is the chapter on Sadhana Bhakti. And um, this is um this verse is given as an example of, of one of no actually it's not in the chapter on sadhana bhakti it's in another section of the bhagavatam i don't know why i have it i have it here is 189 but actually um i think it's listed in um in a different part of, of the Bhakti Rasamrita sindhu um which describes krishna's the 64 qualities that make Krishna the perfect object of love. And this is gratitude. This is listed under gratitude. I don't know why I have that citation. I'll have to check later and see if I can remember why I did that. So remembering this, Krishna himself says elsewhere in the Mahabharata, uh, Yet Govinda, tichukro Shri Krishna, ma, Krishna mam dura basing. Draupadi cried out, "Oh Govinda, even though I was situated far away, that crying has created an ever-increasing debt which does not leave my heart." Oh, I'm sorry. So this, uh, the first one, the prati prati Govinda is cited in the second chapter. This is cited. Um, in the um, second ocean, so I can't remember how it goes. Northern Ocean, um, and this is in the chapter, uh, the first chapter, qualities of Krishna, the sixty-four qualities that make Krishna the perfect object of love. Um, and um, so, this is Krishna expressing his uh, uh, his gratitude. Because of his gratitude to Krishna, uh, to Krishna uh, dra- a, a name of Draupadi, she was called Krishna because she was also darkish like Krishna. And, and, and many of us may be aware that her relationship with Krishna was one of Sakyaraty, uh, uh, friendship. Um, and so she wasn't um, one of the cowherd boys, of course. She was a, a pura She was one of his city friends and um, they had um, a very close relationship. She and Krishna had a very close relationship, which is exploited actually in a couple of novels, um, uh, two novels that I know of, which tell the story of the Mahabharata from Draupadi's um, perspective. Um, One is one that was written in the 70s by an Orison uh, woman named Pratibha Rai, Called Jagyaseni and um, the other is uh, Chitra Chitra Divkaruni uh, Banerjee's um, uh, Palace of Illusions. And at, at the end of the Palace of Illusions, as Draupadi is giving up her life, air, the, the the what we see there is that the one enduring the closest of all the relationships Draupadi had with anybody was with Krishna and it's quite uh, moving. I've had a hard time even referring to it, much less reading it without um, losing my composure. So Krishna here is expressing his gratitude um, which endears him to the devotees. Um, he feels indebted to his devotees for anything that they do. We were discussing this last night um, in uh, a Nectar of Devotion uh, class. I don't, um, somehow or other this came up. And, um, uh, one of the devotees was asking, you know, how, how is it that Krishna feels indebted to the devotees? And it's because he's very soft-hearted. Okay. So, um, Another place where we see, oh, and as we know, to go back to this, we know we know the, um, the result that when Draupadi was able to actually let Krishna take care of it, as the um, 12-step folks might say, let go and let God, um, then Krishna, um, even though he was very far away, was able to supply Uh, unlimited cloth and completely frustrated uh, Dushasana's efforts to um, embarrass Draupadi any more than he already had. And of course, um, those of us who've read the Mahabharata know um, Draupadi's response. Uh, She was so infuriated afterward that uh, she swore she would not put her hair up until she had washed it in Dushasana's blood. And uh, this is our, our, the original warrior princess. Um, So this is Krishna protecting someone in um, physical danger. Krishna protects us also in spirit, when we're in spiritual danger, he protects our bhakti. So we see this um, toward the end of the ninth chapter of of the Bhagavad Gita, the devotees are pretty familiar with these um, verses. Krishna says to Arjuna, um, this, and, and this is an interesting chapter for something like, uh, for um, uh, a point like this to come up, because this is the most confidential of all knowledge. And this is Krishna building up uh, <coughs> to the, uh, the most secret of all secrets, uh, which as we know uh, is there in the last verse of the ninth chapter, and again, right in the middle of the Bhagavad Gita. And then again, at the end of the Bhagavad Gita, um, right at the end of the um, 18th chapter, manmanabhava madbhakto madhyajimam namaskuru. So here, Krishna says, just before that, Krishna says, apiccetsu duracharo bhochate maam ananya bhakt sadhudeva sammantavyaha samyag vyavasitohisaha. Even if one commits the most abominable actions, If he's engaged in devotional service he is to be considered saintly because he is properly situated and um uh, this translation i believe was from srila Prabhupada's 1972 edition of bhagavad-gita as it is Um, but as uh, we know um when when krishna says if he's engaged in devotional service what he's talking about here is ananya pakti which is um devotion um, given exclusively to Krishna without um, any regard for the devatas or a- any goal other than loving Krishna. Um, and then he explains how this is so. negacchati Nigatchati name bhakta He quickly becomes righteous and attains lasting peace so um, because he's rightly situated he's actually engaged as the jiva should be engaged um, in serving krishna exclusively um, so he this is this is um, this is one of the hallmarks of a of a surrendered soul um, so then he says mm-hmm. Akaunteya pratijani he name bhakta pranashyati declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes. And uh, we've discussed this so many times in the association of devotees. Krishna is asking Arjuna to declare it because Krishna doesn't have such a good reputation when it comes to um, straightforward dealings. He can be a little uh, crooked. At residence of Mathura, Guru Maharaj points out in his Bhagavad Gita that the residence of Mathura um, Have a reputation um, for um, uh, bending the truth, we might say. So Krishna is saying, but if you say it, because everybody accepts you um, as, um, you know, as as righteous, if you say it, people will take it clearly. That my devotee is never he he is never um, overcome. And whoops, what he's talking about here is. are protecting our bhakti, uh, and um, and that is that is the ultimate protection because we know that anybody who has a material body is subjected to birth, uh, old age, uh, disease, and death. So, um, you know, it, we might object, what do you mean? Uh, how are you protecting? Uh, I, I know a devotee who died of cancer last week. I know de- another devotee who died of uh, the COVID virus last, uh, last month. And uh, another devotee who uh, was in a car accident. Um, uh, you know, another devotee, or who, one of whose children um, uh, became um, the victim of uh, addiction. So wh- what do you mean? Krishna protects uh, protects us in all circumstances, and ultimately it means um, he protects our bhakti. I don't know how to. Okay, this whole being on camera business is a little annoying to me. Um, so this is Krishna himself asserting very uh, strongly. Uh, in no uncertain terms that his devotees never going to be um, defeated um, we see another example in uh, king Pariksit. and we know king Parik- king Pariksit's story um, he had actually already been protected protected by krishna uh, while he was still uh, in utero while he was still in Um, in his mother's uh, womb, Um, that uh, Uttara was um, attacked by Ashvatthama with a brahmastra weapon, and Krishna personally um, protected, because he wanted to kill uh, King Parikit he wanted to kill the next in in line, and um, so Krishna personally uh, protected Uh, King Pariksit. And Pariksit saw the Lord while he was still in the womb and he had spent the rest of his life looking um, for Krishna. Um, And he certainly found him at the end of life. So one day he was out uh, hunting as Kshatriyas do and uh, being overcome by uncharacteristic, quite uncharacteristically in fact, over overcome by um, uh, fatigue and thirst um, on seeing um, uh, a sage's ashram. He approached uh, the sage to ask for some water. Now the sage was in trance, uh, meditating on the Lord and King Prickett even more uncharacteristically uh, responded um, to the king, uh, to the sages ignoring him uh, by insulting him. And that resulted in the sages um, inexperienced son um, cursing King Pericu to die within, uh, to die in seven days by the uh, bite of a snake bird. So we see this at the end of of the first canto um, as we're being set up, or hearing Shukadev Goswami um, begin his uh, narration of, well, his answers actually to King Brikat's questions, which ba- basically boil down to one what is, uh, you know, what is our prime duty as human beings? Um, or as my friend Kusha likes to put it, What is the duty of one who is about to die? Um, because this is Brickett's um, situation. As soon as he heard about the curse, rather than becoming upset and trying to resist it or going to some Brahmin or going to back to back to the sage and, and, and appealing because after all it was it was the rash uh, response of um, of an inexperienced boy, he accepted it as his opportunity to become free from the responsibilities of managing the kingdom and, and family life and he walked away from all of it just as uh w- with the same kind of joy with which a, a, a yogi gives up his life heirs or something like that so um this is his um statement of surrender to his situation he says "Tungmo mo paya uh, tongue mo payatam pratyanta vipra ganga devi drita chitta mishe Oh, Brahmana, just accept me as a completely surrendered soul. And let Mother Ganges, the representative of the Lord, also accept me in this way. For I have already taken the lotus feet of the Lord into my heart. Let the snake bird or whatever magical thing the Brahmana created bite me at once. I only desire that you continue singing the deeds of Lord Vishnu. So this is, he, you know, he had no concern for his um, personal um, physical safety. Um, he felt um, convinced that his only business was hearing um, about the Lord. And so we see the King Bricket is the um, exemplar. Uh, among the uh, nine ungas of bhakti uh, given by Prahlad Maharaj, King Bricket is the exemplar of, of hearing about Krishna. And Srila Prabhupada, I've taken something from Srila Prabhupada's purport here. As soon as one is given up completely unto the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord, he's not at all afraid of death. The atmosphere created by the presence of great devotees of the Lord on the bank of the Ganges and Maharaj Parikhit's complete acceptance of the Lord's lotus feet were a sufficient guarantee to the king for going back to Godhead. He thus became absolutely free from all fear of death. So this is another example of in the direst of situations, his death has been announced. He has, uh, you know, he's got the date um, and... Um, You know, he knows um, that it's coming. He accepts it um, as inevitable and and, and responds uh, accordingly as a surrendered soul. He says, I've already taken the lotus feet of the Lord into my heart. He did that even before birth. Um, Even as a boy, he played, you know, he engaged in deity worship and played with Krishna dolls and things like that his whole life has been all about um, serving Krishna and remembering Krishna and seeking out uh, Krishna. And so he's, um, you know, when he was cursed to die in seven days, he took it as a great opportunity. Cool, um, okay, now I, can, now I can do this. Now I can be completely surrendered. I don't have to worry about everything. Left the kingdom in the, ch- in the charge of his son and, and walked away without, with nothing, without anything. Sat down on the bank of the Ganges, or according to some Acharyas, the Jamuna. Um, and, uh, and then uh, Shukadev Goswami, as we know, appeared. Um, and then all the sages and great personalities from all over the universe, when they realized that something really momentous was, was just about to happen, they all gathered there. Um, to hear King Parikit's questions and Shukadeva Goswami's answers. And that all uh, uh, becomes, uh, it all it, uh, it becomes uh, to our benefit. And then uh, there's another place in the Bhagavatam where we see um, uh, this, uh, uh, Krish- how, how um, eager Krishna is um, to um, protect someone. And this is an instance where he protects um, a sworn enemy. So this is Putana. So the, the, the uh, setting for the verse is that um, Vidura, um, uh, Vidura took the opportunity of uh, being insulted uh, by his nephew Duryodhana, to leave the um, uh, to leave the palace uh, that the Kauravas were running, and go on pilgrimage. Uh, he, he didn't really have any need to do that, um, but he saw that this was just not a good situation, and um, he just took it as an excuse to go on pilgrimage. So the first um, person that we hear he encountered as he's on pilgrimage. And we know that the purpose of going on pilgrimage is actually to hear from the saintly persons who live at the different tirtas. They actually, those tirtas, actually become purified by the presence of those um, devotees. So um, he finds Utava, And uh, so he sits down in front of Uttava and he begins um, asking Uddhava about Krishna in a sort of circuitous way. He starts asking about uh, Krishna's different associates in, um, in, in Dwaraka who needs different uh, friends and family members. And then eventually he gets um, to asking directly um, about Krishna. And at that point Uddhava goes into trance. And it's a really interesting verse um, the word that's used in, in, uh, in the, the uh, verse is mahurta. He went into trance for a mahurta. Now in his translation, um, and in his purport, Srila Prabhupada um, tra- uh, gives that as for a moment. But Chakravarti Takur makes it really clear. A mahurta has a, 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 a definite a duration. A mahurta is 48 minutes. So Uddhava um, uh, went, went into tr- just thinking about Krishna, just the, the chapter in which we find this is, I'm sure the Prabhupada is called Remembrance of Lord Krishna. And um, so this is Uddhava remembering Krishna. As he's coming out of his trance, he's stunned for 48 minutes, for more than three quarters of an hour. And you can imagine what a, um, an interesting situation that must have been for, for Vidura, that all of a sudden um, uh, Uttava is completely motionless, hardly even breathing. And, um, and so he just has to wait and he comes out and he starts uh, remembering all these things um, about uh, Krishna and his pastimes. And so this is one of the verses, this is a very famous verse uh, among the devotees. He says, "Ahobakiyam stanakalakutam, kalakutam, jigangshaya paya yadapya sadvi, lebhakatim datri chitam tato nyam doyalum sharanam brajima." He says, "How could I take shelter of anyone more merciful than Krishna, who granted the position of a mother to a she demon?" Although she was unfaithful, Srila Prabhupada, such a gentle, a, uh, such a gentle uh, translation of sadhvi, um, unfaithful, she was not a gentle lady. In fact, she was a nasty uh, demon, demoniac witch who had one purpose and one purpose only, and that was to kill Krishna uh, on Kangsa's behalf. And she prepared deadly poison to be sucked from her breast. Um. And we know, well, let me read uh, Prabhupada's uh, an excerpt from Srila Prabhupada's, well, actually, I think this is Prabhupada's entire purport and an excerpt from Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's Tika. Prabhupada says, here's an example of the extreme mercy of the Lord, even to his enemy. It is said that a noble man accepts the good qualities of a person of doubtful character, just as one accepts nectar from a stock of poison In his babyhood, he was administered deadly poison by Putana, a she-demon who tried to kill the wonderful baby. And because she was a demon, it was impossible for her to know that the Supreme Lord, even though playing the part of a baby, was no one less than the same Supreme Personality of Godhead. His value as the Supreme Lord did not diminish upon his becoming a baby to please his mother, uh, to please his devotee, Yashoda. The Lord may assume the form of a baby or a shape other than that of a human being, but it doesn't make the slightest difference. He is always the same supreme. A living creature, however powerful he may become by dint of severe penance, can never become equal to the Supreme Lord. Lord Krishna accepted the motherhood of Krishna because she pretended to be an affectionate mother, allowing Krishna to suck her breast. The Lord accepts the least qualification of the living entity and awards him the highest reward. This is the standard of his character. Therefore, who but the Lord can be the ultimate shelter? And this is the big point here, that, that Krishna is the ultimate shelter. And Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur um, says, Remembering Krishna's sweet mercy to those who wanted to harm him when he first appeared in the world, Uddhava laments. Even though Putana, who uh, pretended to have, pretended to have the sentiments of a mother, gave him poison to kill him, she attained a position in Goloka similar to the nurses of Krishna. Krishna has two real nurses named Ambika and Kalimba. Though Putana only had the dress of a devotee, she attained love suitable to a devotee. Though she hated the Lord, he made her a special example. This incident shows Krishna's quality of giving liberation and bhakti to even those who hate him. So, as Uddhava says, who could be a better shelter than Krishna? Because just because Putana dressed up like a devotee, pretended to be a devotee, um, Krishna accepted that. Um, We see in Chaitanya Bhagavat that he's referred to as Bhavagrahi Janardana, that he accepts um, the sentiment and here, but here he's not, he's not accepting the sentiment, he's ex- accepting the pretense as if it were the sentiment, who could be more merciful, who could be a better shelter than Krishna, who will give bhakti even to his avowed enemies. So um, uh, that's a really nice verse and we know, This verse has a history as well. We know from, I think, one of the Puranas that um, when Shukadev finally agreed to take birth, um, he immediately left home without accepting any reformatory processes um, or even bothering um, to dress. He left home. He saw immediately, he saw, you know, Krishna had assured him, it's okay to come out. You won't be affected by maya but he looked around and he saw a household situation and thought, oh man, this is dangerous and went straight to the forest and sat down in his, um, uh, in his uh, uh, Brahman realization to meditate on his identity with the absolute. And um, of course, uh, uh, Vyasadeva and his wife were quite distressed that they, you know, after having waited so long for their son to be born, he immediately splits. So um, Vyasadeva took, uh, asked some of his disciples to dress up as woodcutters and to go out into the forest and, uh, and chant certain Bhagavatam verses. And this is one of the verses that, when Shukadeva Goswami heard it, realized, oh wait, this Brahmananda is not, so, not such a hot thing after all. Um, it sounds like there's something that's infinitely better. So he went back home um, to uh, con- to receive continued instruction um, from Vihasadev in in Bhakti. and then another place uh, where this comes up. Uh, we see this in Chaitanya Lila, I believe this is in Chaitanya Bhagavat, where um, even though um, even though uh, he wasn't completely unknown to Gadadhar Pundit. Apparently, Gadadhar didn't really have an, a deep appreciation for Pundarik Vidiniti. And his friend Mukundadat um, suggested to him that he he says, I've got, I, you know, there's this really, really cool uh, Vaishnava that you've got to meet. You will love this fellow. Um, he's He's absolutely amazing. His bhakti is so. Uh, deep. So, um, of course, Gadadhar uh, agreed to go, and then Pundarik uh wearing all the nicest clothes, dressed to the nines, he's carried in on a palanquin, and he sits on all kinds of soft cushions, and, and he's uh, smoking a hookah, and Gadadhar pundits sitting there thinking, wait, this guy's a Vaishnava? What, what's that? I don't, uh, doesn't add up. And seeing the, uh, you know, seeing the expression on Gadadhar Pandit's face, um, uh, Dad is able to discern um, his heart, his, his mind. And so he just calls out this verse, Oh, uh, Bakiyamstana Kalakutam. And immediately, Pundarik goes into trance, falls off his fancy couch. And, and is completely stunned in and Gadadhar, then Gadadhar Pandit gets it. He says, oh, he just hears a line from the Bhagavatam glorifying Krishna and he goes into trance. Uh, this is my kind of Vaishnava after all. And uh, then he, so then um, he surrenders uh, in order to atone for uh, thinking something untoward about Pundarik Vidyanidhi. He um, surrenders to him and takes uh, Vaishnava Diksha from him, which is completely appropriate because we know Pundarik Vidyanidhi uh, is in, in, uh, uh, in Krishna Leela. He is uh, Radharani's father, Vishabhanu, and uh, that uh, Gadadhar Pandit is uh, a, an expression of Srimati Radharani in Gora Leela. This is a verse from the Skanda Purana that I think expresses really nicely um, the the solid nature, I guess, of Krishna as shelter. Um, For those who have stumbled and fallen upon the ground, that very ground is the only support by which they can arise again. Likewise for those who have offended you O oh Lord you alone are their only refuge. I just think this is wonderful. Sometimes devotees talk about how fallen they are, but if we're fallen, then that's our opportunity. Once we realize we're fallen, that's our opportunity to get up. Because we're on the ground, it's you know, it's it's it you know, the it's the ground that helps us get back up. So, you know, our our acknowledging our our, um, uh, fallen uh, situation, which is temporary, um, is a good opportunity for us. And so even for those who have offended the Lord, he is their only uh, refuge. I don't remember uh, what the context is for this, or even, um, I I may have taken this from Propunna Jivanamritam, so I don't uh, remember the a context for it, but I just I've always thought this was just a really cool verse. Um, we hear in the Bhagavatam, we hear in the first canto, Narada Muni tells Vyasadeva that um, bhakti is the only safe situation. Um, if if you want any success in, in karma or jnana or yoga, you have to do them perfectly. But bhakti, you can even completely mess up and go. go off the rails, and still nothing's lost. Um, because we become, as, as, as Narada Muni puts it, uh, we become haunted by rasa, we become haunted by the taste we remember, uh, that taste that we got um, by serving the Lord's lotus feet. Um, so, um, and we see elsewhere, we see in, in one of the 11th canto verses, Uh, perhaps uh, in the first part of the 11th canto, where King Nimi is receiving instructions from the nine uh, sagacious sons of King Rishabdev, the Naviyogendras, and um, uh, there's an assertion there that bhakti is is certainly the most secure uh, path, this is the real shelter of the living being, because we don't, there's no chance of our falling down even if we run blindly with our eyes closed. Um, I always want to say, uh, even if we were running with scissors and our eyes closed or something like that, because it's a kind of a thing in America, this business of running with scissors. And and then we see, um, then another example that we have is Gajendra. So, those of us uh, who've read the eighth canto of the Bhagavatam, we know Gajendra's story. He was formerly a great uh, king known as Indra And in his previous life, he had uh, done a lot of service, including memorizing a wonderful prayer. And this prayer goes on, as we see it um, in the eighth canto, it goes on for many, many shlokas. And so I just picked one of those shlokas that I think really expresses. This um, uh, uh, dependence on the Lord, this confidence in the Lord um, as shelter. So, uh, so Gajendra ended up taking birth as as, as uh, uh, this indradumna ended up taking birth as because of a mistake, um, took birth as an elephant, and he was the king of the elephants. So he had it pretty good for an elephant. But one day while he was in the water in the in the water frolicking. Um, with the lady elephants in his herd, he was attacked by an alligator. And we know the story that the, uh, this is the alligators uh, natural habitat, the the water. So he was very strong in the water, whereas Gajendra was um, a little weakened by being out of his natural element. And uh, there's a long struggle, very long struggle. And eventually Gajendra surrenders to the lord with this wonderful prayer um and among the many verses in this prayer that that he remembered from his previous life this is a really nice point to take away from the, the uh, gajendra moksha leela uh, the the, the uh, pastime of krishna's uh, lord narayan's uh, delivering uh, gajendra is that um, the bhakti that we engage in in this lifetime will carry over into our next lifetime. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that there is no loss or diminution, um, that whatever uh, bhakti we engage in, that's our permanent asset. So um, among these verses, Gajendra prays, since an animal such as me has surrendered unto you who are su- supremely liberated, Certainly, you will release me from this dangerous position. Indeed, being extremely merciful, you incessantly try to deliver me. By your partial feature as paramatma, you are situated in the hearts of all embodied beings. You are celebrated as direct transcendental knowledge, and you are unlimited. I offer my respectful obeisances unto you, the supreme personality of godhead so here uh, the surrender is uh expressed in in this namaste at the end Um, in some of the verses we see prapandam but uh, namaste that's also uh surrender we uh, discussed that at the beginning of our um, exploration of sharanagati um, that there's um a verse that explains the meaning of the word namaha and it means not me. This is not about me, that my life is now yours. Uh, Na ma, not me. So this is um, Gajendra's, um, uh, um, part of Gajendra's expression of um, having uh, complete confidence in the Lord's ability to deliver him from any situation. And Srila Prabhupada explains, only Krishna can deliver us from this material existence. Indeed, He's always trying to deliver us. He is within our hearts and is not at all inattentive. His only aim is to deliver us from material life. It's not that he becomes attentive to us only when we offer prayers to him. Even before we offer our prayers, he incessantly tries to deliver us. He is never lazy in regard to our deliverance. Therefore, this verse says, Bhuri Kurunaya Namo Lalaya. Um, namo Lalaya. It is the causeless mercy of the Supreme Lord that he always tries to bring us back home, back to Godhead. God is liberated and he tries to make us liberated. But although he's constantly constantly trying, we refuse to accept his instructions. Sarva Dharman Parityajya Mamekam Sharanam Bhaja. Nonetheless, he's not become angry. Therefore, he is described here as bhudi kodunaya, unlimitedly merciful in delivering us from this material condition of life and taking us back home, back to Godhead. And Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur notes, from this verse till the end of the prayers, Bhagavan, who is known by devotees, is described. The word pasha, noose, uh, here refers to the crocodile and to sangsara. I offer respects to you who liberated, sur- who liberates surrendered animals like me from the noose, from the noose of material existence. Uh, there's something here, wrong here. And to you who rejected, uh, to you who were rejected until now by me, but you're not angry with me. Rather, you are very compassionate, bhuri korunaya. Since you're not contaminated, even a little, like other uh, beings in this world, Amalaya. Another version is Alayaya. This means unto the Lord whose mercy is never destroyed, or unto the Lord who, has, uh, who does not sleep, who is not lazy. There's no need to make our suffering known to you, for you are residing within all beings, says Antaryami. Seem to be some editing problems with this tika. You have said, Vishtabhaya mekang I'm situated in this universe by my expansion. You are perceived as the inner observer in all beings. Uh, pratita um, prayak, I offer respects to Krishna. Brihate bhagavate. I'll, elsewhere in his tika, Um uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur points out that um, we're all Bhagavan, we're all uh, eternal beings. Um, but he, uh, Gajendra, is referring in this verse to the Lord as uh, Brihad Bhagavat, uh, the great, uh, su- the supreme personality of Godhead. Now, we also see surrender in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and I've picked a favorite, oh gosh, I was going to say a favorite part. Um, of the Madhya-lila, and and a favorite part of chapter 22 of the Madhya-lila. This chapter is part of the Sanatana Shiksha, uh, Lord Chaitanya's instructions to Sanatana Goswami. And it's in this chapter that we see um, Lord Chaitanya discussing with Sanatana Goswami the 64 angas of sadhana bhakti. But before that, he discusses um, surrender, um, in uh, a number of ways, and this is very early in the chapter. Pardon me. This is very early in the chapter, and Lord Chaitanya says, One is immediately freed from the clutches of maya, if he seriously and sincerely says, my dear Lord Krishna, although I have forgotten you for so many long years in the material world, today I am surrendering unto you. I am your sincere and serious servant. Please engage me in your service. And then as he does, Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami follows that assertion um, of his uh, of his own, well, of Lord Chaitanya's, uh, with uh, evidence from revealed uh, scripture. And so this is a, a verse from the Ramayana. So this is Lord Ramchandra addressing, I think it's Vibhishana, who has surrendered to him? Vibhishana is um, a brother of Ravana's, who is also who is actually a devotee, and uh, so he's uh, switching sides here, He's going over to the light side from the dark side, and um, so he's a little worried because you know he's been part of this effort, um, you know to. Um, uh, keep uh, Sita Devi away from, uh, from Rama and, and to kill Rama actually. Um, and now he is, he's surrendering to Lord Ramchandra. And Ram is, um, uh, see, he seeks to reassure him that his shelter, that his um, attempt to take shelter of Lord Ram uh, will not go in vain. So he says, it is my vow that if one only once seriously surrenders unto me saying my dear lord from this day i am yours and praise to me for courage i shall immediately award courage to that person and he will always remain safe from that time on now i first encountered um this passage in as it appears in in the teachings of lord chaitanya so this was back in the spring of 1970, shortly after I had um, decided to make Krishna consciousness my, uh, my life. Um, and so I was reading the teachings of Lord Chaitanya and I came across this passage where uh, Srila Prabhupada has uh, Lord Chaitanya telling Sanatana Goswami that we can immediately be freed from Maya's clutches if just once, we can seriously and sincerely say, my dear Lord Krishna, although I have forgotten you for so many long years in this material world, now I am surrendering to you. I am your sincere and serious servant. Please engage me in your service. And then he follows it up that saying that Lord Rama says uh, that it's his vow that if somebody just once seriously surrenders, saying, my dear Lord, from this day, I am yours and praise to me for courage. I will immediately award courage to that person. So I I remember reading this and I thought, oh my God, this is the key. This is the, this is the secret. If I can just say this once with seriously and sincerely, Krishna will accept me. So I, I determined from that day, In the spring of 1970 that i was going to practice saying uh, this until i was able to say it seriously and sincerely and i'm still um, practicing 51 years later this is part of my um uh, when i rise i have a number of of prayers that i say um to help me remember what my day is for, that it's really for the service of Krishna. And uh, and I always end up, and I've been doing this for 51 years, and I also say it at other times during the day. I just, I end up th- the prayers with this by saying this in English. My dear Lord Krishna, although I have forgotten you for so many long years in this material world, now I am surrendering to you. I am your sincere and serious servant. Please engage in your service, my dear Lord. From this day, I am yours. And every time I say it, I try to do it not in a rote or mechanical way. I try to actually do it from my heart. Even though I've just awakened, this is my. I, I really uh, want to start my day with this determination um, that you know, that I belong to Krishna. And I remember that when I taught at a, at a Gurukula in California at the Bhaktivedanta Village, up in the uh, 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 Sequoia foothills of the Sierra uh, Mountains, Sierra Nevada Mountains, um, that actually um, they trained the children, the Gurukula students, to to say this um, every morning, um, just after Mongolarti before they. Sat down for their or as they sat down for their japa period. So this is one of my um, favorite parts. And then, although I neglected to do so the last couple of weeks, I wanted to end with the song, and I, I, I so wanted to find a kirtan uh, where Agni Dave is uh, because this is Agni Dave's habit um, uh, if he has a one hour or two hour. A shift at a kirtan festival, um, then he, well, he usually will chant uh, a, a, a particular tune for maybe 17, 18, maybe 20 minutes at most, and then switch to, to another tune. But he also likes to punctuate his kirtan with some bhajan, which gives him an opportunity to give a little mini class, because he wants to explain um, uh, the bhajan. And... Um, so, this is one of Bhaktivinoda Takra. So, I, I wanted to find a kirtan where Agni Dave stopped to sing this um, bhajan, Atma Samarpane Gela Abhiman, because this is an expression of that um, confidence in Krishna's um, shelter, that Krishna will always protect us in all circumstances. And we sing this, this is on his album, um, A Prayer to the Lotus Feet of Krishna. but. Uh, we found out that CD Baby uh, gets a little, uh, their algorithm notices that, you know, if I were to use um, one of their YouTube videos, it's not even really a video. It's just a picture of the cover of the album uh, with the recording. So apparently they, they claim some rights to that. And although I think we could probably get away with it by claiming fair use or something like that. Um, it's not worth the trouble we don't want our our um, videos taken down from our YouTube channel so I was looking for uh, I spent a couple of hours uh, yesterday evening looking for um, a kirtan where he was singing this and I couldn't find it um, of course no loss I got to listen to a lot of wonderful Agni Dev kirtan along the way this is such a wonderful song of bhaktibino takwars and um, the the um, I think a lot of the devotees in Sakya Rasa really like it because there's some really wonderful pictures painted along the way. Bhakti Vinod sings, Atma samarpa Nagela gela abhiman nahi korobun nija Rakhabidan," Surrendering to you lifted me from the burden of false pride. No longer will I try to secure my own well-being. Tuva dhana jani tuhun rakobinat palya godhana jnana tu asat O oh Lord, I'm confident of your protection. For like one of your cows or calves, I am your treasured property. Chao oh, Bi Madhava Jamuna tire ja O Madhava, I see you leading your herds to pasture on the banks of the Jamuna. You call to them by gently playing your flute. Aghabaka Marato Korobi Sadatahum Gokulakan. By slaying giant demons such as Agha and Baka, you will always provide full protection, O Gokula Khan. Rakha Karobi to Hun Nishchoi Jani Pa Pana Korobun Hama pani, Fearless and confident of your protection, I will drink the water of the Jamuna. Kalia Dokakoro vinash. Shodhobi, uh, Nadi The Kalia serpent's venom poisoned the Jamuna's water, yet that poison will not act. You will purify the Jamuna and by such heroic deeds enhance our fate. Gopala Govinda, You who are called Govinda and Gopal will certainly protect me by swallowing the forest fire. Surapati durmati sabichari rakobi varshana giri When Indra, the king of the gods, sends torrents of rains, you will counteract his malice and protect us by living, lifting the mighty Govardhan hill. Chaturana karobojab chaturan chaturana chori rakakorobi mujhe go kulahari. When the four-headed headed brahma steals your cowherd boyfriends and calves, then too you will surely protect me, O Gokula Hari. Bhakti Vinod atuva Gokula dhan rakobi keshava koroto jatan. Bhakti Vinod is now the property of Gokula, your holy abode, O Keshava. Kindly protect him with care. So the devotee, a lot of the devotees I know when we hear this song, there's this uh, from the, this one verse, agha baka marato raka vidhan karo bi sada tu By slaying demons such as Agha and Baka, you will always provide full protection. So we know how fearlessly the cowherd boys marched into the, the mouth of Agha Sura uh, when he presented himself. They got all curious and said, hmm, Wow, look at this cool cave. We never noticed this one here before. And somebody else says, Oh man, nasty smell, like rotten fish. Uh, oh God, maybe it's like a big snake. And they're going back and forth, snake cave, snake cave. And then they just said, Whatever. If it's a big old snake and he wants to swallow us, Krishna's here. He, he's, he, he's got us covered. Um, so this is a song the devotees like. And, and Agni Dev Prabhu has come up with a really um, wonderful tune tune um, for um, uh, for singing this song and the devotees love to hear it. I am out of time. But if there are any quick questions or comments, uh, maybe we can take a minute or two to entertain them. Anyone? Maharaj. Okay, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I won't ask there are many nice examples of surrendering into Krishna. Uh, but you mentioned that verse at the start from Chandogya Upanishad, the mm. shamat shamalam prapade. Mm, shamalat shamam prapade prapadyante. Mm. So how about the examples of surrendering into the the energy or what? The... Oh well of course in um in brajadham everyone takes shelter of krishna's internal potency of course many are actually constituted of krishna's internal potency um and but even the even those who are uh, jivas um, the uh, those who are uh, sadhana siddhas or like the munichari gopis or everybody there or, or even the devas, uh, the devas who come. They have all taken shelter of Krishna's um, um, internal potency, and everyone there is there to serve um, the uh, pastimes of, of uh, Radha and Krishna. So that um, verse, you know, uh, this is a verse that Srila Prabhupada cited in, um, I think in his Vyasa Puja offering in 1936 in, uh, in Bombay, and uh, that this is our real business is always taking shelter um, of, of Radha and Krishna. So, in order to achieve her shelter, we take shelter of Krishna and, and, and back and forth. Uh, so, she's very, very eager to hear us chant Krishna's name, and he's very eager to hear us chant uh, Radha Rani's name. We were discussing last night, one of the youngest of bhakti we discussed last night was um, uh, observing the Kartik Rat. And you know, as we know, this is Radha Rani's month. And uh, so in order uh, to propitiate her, we engage, you know, there are different things that the different devotees will do. They'll go and spend the month in in, in Vrindavan physically taking shelter of the Dham um, and um, do extra, add extra service, uh, maybe extra, uh, extra japa uh, to their practice or extra mantras for their, uh, for their mantra dhyan, uh, or maybe a meditation, as some of us have heard um, on the maha mantra that, uh, that, um, that uh, is meant to put us very uh, clearly under Srimati Radharani's shelter. So, and another point that we read, Perhaps in one of Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's tikas, on one of those, is that, oh, it was, yeah, it was on, uh, on the Anga of serving the devotees. Um, I think uh, it might be Jiva Goswami who says that um, applying any of these Angas of bhakti that are discussed in the second chapter of the Bhakti of Rasamrita Sindhu to, to uh, Krishna's devotees, that is also um, bhakti. So it's, it's a, a quite a wonderful thing. We're, uh, we're not in this um, alone. Uh, we have lots of company, and uh, what wonderful company it is, as we see um, with you devotees here this morning. I, I hope that helps. Is there anything else? Well, thank you very much. No, thank you. Okay, Um, I guess this is um, uh, an opportunity for us to adjourn. So um, uh, thank you all again for your company and and for your uh, patience and attention. And and the blessings by which I seemed, at least so far, not to have really completely messed this up um, technically. And we'll see you back here again next week um to discuss more of Shatanakati. Shri by okay. Ashramaraj Ki Jai. Okay, I don't know how I share.